Hello and welcome. My name is Charlie Tate, if you're joining me for the first time. And I am right in the middle of my queen deep dive. Well, not technically in the middle. I guess I just started it, so I'm more towards the beginning. But I started this little adventure at the beginning of 2021 with the intention of getting through every single song on every single Queen studio album. And today's kind of a milestone because this is the last full track on their debut album from 73. Kind of exciting. So I'm not technically done with their debut, but you know, this is the last full track. So <laughs> I'm doing a little pre-celebration. I'm super excited. So if, if you're just joining me now, go back and check the other dives out. A lot of details, a lot of fun facts, things that I didn't even know, and I've been a pretty massive fan of these guys for a while, so surprising stuff and a lot of fun stuff, too. But here we go. Today is the ninth dive, the ninth song on Queen's debut album, and we're going to talk about Jesus. (laughs) Did that surprise you? No. The song's name is Jesus. So this is a Freddie Mercury composition. And I'm guessing it was written sometime around 70 or slightly after that. I don't have a composition date for this. So we're just going to go with 70. This is a folk progressive ballad, about 115 BPM. It's varied though. The tempo shifts. There's an ebb and a flow to it. And the time signature varies as well. This is a very common theme for Freddie. We go with 6-8-4-4, and then a little bit of 12-8, so we're throwing it all out there. Never a dull moment with Mr. Mercury, absolutely always changing it up, and here we go. (laughs) Here we go with the keys. We have B minor, D major, C minor, E minor, pentatonic, by the way, and E mixolydian. Do you remember? We talked about mixolydian a while back. It's a very special scale. It's used a lot in rock music, especially contemporary rock music. But this song, Jesus, is a modern dirge in tone with a very choral-like arrangement in the chorus. It sounds like there's a choir singing here, reminiscent of hymns and older worship songs. It's quite repetitive which gives it a little bit of catchiness until it's surprising psychedelic rock breakdown with multiple guitar effects from the fabulous Brian May, always fabulous. There's a lot of flanger effects in here, some manipulation. This is one of those songs that gave early Queen that slightly psychedelic edge that some people talk about. This was also perhaps heavily influenced, or at least partially influenced, by Jesus Christ Superstar, which was originally recorded in 1970. So, hmm, is that a coincidence? Was Freddie inspired? We'll talk more about that. This was only played twice live in 72 King's College in London. I'm sure those recordings are long lost at this point, and I'm also sure that the audience was probably quite small. That was well before Queen had any kind of a major hit. They were making the rounds locally and up and down the highways in the region and in the country, but they just didn't have a massive following at that point. Kind of a bummer that this song wasn't included at least occasionally on other set lists in later years. And I'll talk about why that's a bummer, at least for me, that's a bummer. 
Band critique of this song. I want to go into this before I talk about the topic of the song because this speaks to the greater sound on Queen's debut in general. This is a comment from Brian, very interesting comments, on the first album's propensity for complexity and over-arrangement, over-production on songs like this one, on Jesus. He said, we like some of the stuff on it, but we sometimes fell into the trap of over-arrangement. You know, the songs changed over the years and some of them probably evolved too much. You can get so far into something that you forget where the song originally was, but you have to get away from the idea that playing music is a competition. You should just keep on doing what you think is an interesting thing to do. I think that summarizes their intent fairly well, actually. That, that, latter half of that statement from him is very much why they kept doing their own thing despite the naysayers and despite the very critical reviews that came from the music press at the time. But he speaks to the over-arrangement, the overproduction, the excessiveness of the production, which in some cases I really enjoy. But I think in this case, he might be touching on something, especially when he talks about the fact that songs evolved a little too much. So we'll, we'll touch on that as we get through this dive a little deeper. What are we singing about? Well, I told you, we were going to talk about Jesus. This does indeed tell the story, or at least part of the story of Jesus of Nazareth, with particular emphasis on his healing a leper. And it's interesting that Freddie, raised in the Parsi Zoroastrian faith, wrote a song about Jesus and Christianity. Could it be the trends of the time? There were many artists and bands writing about Jesus. You know, we had the Doobie Brothers, Jesus is Just All Right from 66. That's just one example. Was it sheer curiosity? Was Freddie an admirer of the practices of Jesus? He might have viewed Jesus as a love-embracing, quote-unquote, hippie type of the time. Was it a band decision that they wanted to have a song that had some spiritual emphasis? Is this the token Jesus song? We might never know. Another question I'd have for Brian and Roger if I ever got to sit down and just ask them a million questions because I have a lot of them. Fun fact about this song, it is one of the five tracks that Queen recorded in their demo that they used to get picked up by Trident Studios in 72. That's a fun little niblet of information. Some critics' comments and info. This was included on VH1's Good Friday Rocks a few years back. It was on their top 10 epic rock songs featuring Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, way to go, guys. And about this song, Jesus, they had to say that it is a very Queen-sounding anthem about a somewhat surprising topic for the band. Frontman Freddie Mercury raised in the Zoroastrian faith, famously didn't adhere to any religion, limiting notions when it came to life's pleasures, sings a driving, full-throated salute to the Prince of Peace. Also, courtesy of the band, he, Jesus, severely rocks. <laughs> I love that little tack on the end. That bookend is great. So that's an interesting little fact that they were included on a more contemporary list of epic rock songs featuring Jesus. Let's get into the breakdown of the song itself. So we've talked about some background, when it was written, why perhaps it was written, coming from Freddie, who we've already noted was not at any time that we're aware of a particularly strong follower to any kind of faith. 
why would he write a song about Jesus? Was it sheer curiosity? Was he thinking about historical figures? Well, there's a lot we could think about here. When it begins, it's stomping, simple, more classical even, kind of folksy. Yep. Freddie is the storyteller here, and his enunciation is gorgeous in this song. And I, I think partially why he sounds so great here is because there's such a minimal, simple arrangement. Not a whole lot going on musically in this track, at least in comparison to previous tracks especially. And he is telling the story. Then I saw him in a crowd, right? He's talking about Jesus. The chorus is rich with lots of harmonies from... Roger, Brian, and Freddie, all layered on thick, as is the norm with the boys, very choral in arrangement. And it's almost, almost satirical. I'll talk more about that as I finish up this track entirely here. So we go back to Freddie's story about Jesus in the next verse and his healing a leper who becomes a new man. And in the second chorus, Freddie further sings passionately and forcefully when he just improvises vocals that go along within the chorus, he sounds really great. You can tell that he had such an innate ability to let it out and sing whatever comes to him in that moment. The third verse switches it up a little bit, goes up a half step in key, and there's a little variation there. And it's seamless. That transition back to the now familiar chorus is seamless. And the chorus, the more we hear it, it's hummable, singable, easily remembered, somewhat catchy. Then the best part of the song begins. The instrumental breakdown, that mayhem with Brian's layered guitar effects sounding more like brass and ancient instruments. This breakdown with a different tempo and meter and an entirely different attitude of progressive, echoey, all-in rock. It's fantastic. There's triplets from one guitar line. Really nice variation. I don't know if we've heard that in any other track from the guys so far. The drums, the pounding bass, the noise, the racket. What does this represent? Is it just for fun and raucous entertainment? Or is it a reflection of the turbulent times when Jesus walked the earth? Am I thinking too hard? (laughs) Probably. But this is where my mind goes during this lengthy and fun and fabulous breakdown. This is what I'm thinking because there's no lyrics here. There's no vocals here. If there are, they're simply being made to sound like the instruments all around them. This is just fabulous noise. (laughs) Fabulous rock noise. I love this section, but it does feel less cohesive and somewhat disjointed from the rest of the song. I mentioned that earlier in Brian's comment. He talked about there being a little bit of losing sight of what the track was originally supposed to be, and I think this might be one of those instances. Nevertheless, the riffs from Brian that close this breakdown out, oh, thank you, Brian. So great. Trickling down the scale with such ferocity. This is why I wish they had played this more live. Because this kind of stuff, this unabashed, unhinged, completely let loose rock where Brian gets to have fun on the guitar in multiple different lines of guitar work right alongside each other on the left and the right. It's this big wall of guitar sound with the pounding drums and that unrelenting bass. This is the kind of stuff that they could just play forever and often did when they did songs like this live that had this kind of energy. So this would have been absolutely worth hearing this song more often in a live setting because they could have done a lot with this section. 
This is like a whole different song in and of itself. And that's exactly why it feels so strange up against the rest of the song. Not that the rest of the song isn't good, but just that this part stands out all by itself. Then we go back to Freddie. He closes out the verses and the song pretty much with Born was a leader of men. Sing it, man. But the thing is, I don't necessarily believe him, or at least I don't believe he believes it. Here's the thing. This song is not sang in a way where the narrator, in this case, Freddie, is agreeing with anything that he's singing about or criticizing anything he's singing about. He's simply singing a historical account. Not that that's a bad thing. I love, as a believer myself, I love that they're singing about Jesus. I think it's great that they're singing about this account of Jesus and, and how he healed people, etc. But I don't know if I believe that he, that he, Freddie, believes it. Not a bad thing. I just don't know if I believe it. So the song ends abruptly, surprisingly, with extra reverb, mystery, and wonder. And this is the hallmark of Freddie right? And that's why this works. Even though I personally am not sure what I think about the sentiment behind the lyrics and, and what the intent of the song was, it's still a big part of the way Freddie composed a song and delivered a song. There's a lot of mystery here. He was big on world building and exaggerated realities, etc. And honestly, I do think that ultimately this is exactly what it appears to be on the surface, that this is just a recognition of the historical figure of Jesus, what he was, what he meant to people, and what he did. And that's it. We could read into it further, though. I mean, there is the lyric, all going down to see the Lord Jesus. And we know how much Freddie especially loves innuendos in a song. So is there a little bit of twisted stuff going on with the words here? Maybe. Maybe. I guess we'll never know. I wonder if any of the other guys know. On my last Queen Deep Dive, Son and Daughter, I was saying that that might be my least favorite song on Queen's debut. Not that they have any bad songs by my standards, but that when all was said and done, that might be the one that I tend to be less enthusiastic about or the least enthusiastic about. It's honestly probably this one. And I think it's because for me personally, there's a little uncertainty around the intent of the song and it just feels a little bit too disjointed, you know? It just doesn't feel as genuine as well. Not like I won't sit back and enjoy it. Of course, I'll rock out and love the song just like any other Queen track. But it's not the same as Liar or Keep Yourself Alive. You know, it, it doesn't have the same enthusiasm. It doesn't have the same cohesiveness. It doesn't have the same attitude. And I don't know if it's because they lost sight of what this was going to be and that's what Brian alluded to, or if it's simply because the song just isn't as great a composition. There are those one-offs on every album in Queen's catalog where you kind of feel a little bit like this might have been almost on the chopping block because we know that they wrote a lot of songs that never made the cut on these albums. Some of those songs made it as B-sides, but some of them never saw the light of day. And I just, I wonder about this one. So it's not my favorite, favorite song on the album, but it's not a bad song. That is Jesus. So another perhaps very conversational piece in their catalog. And not a lot of people talk about the song. Not a lot of people acknowledge it even. I've looked at forums and fan bases and the sub on Reddit. Not a lot of people talk about Jesus. And I guess it's probably because, again, this isn't as strong a number, but still a very important piece, I think, on their debut. 
and worth discussing for sure. So if you're intrigued, want to learn a little bit more about Jesus along the way, this is certainly a song that you could go to for a little guidance. So go ahead and check out Jesus. You can probably find it anywhere. Spotify, YouTube, pick up the album, Queen's Debut, simply titled Queen, and listen to the whole thing and enjoy it. All right, guys, I will be back officially to close out the first full album from Queen's catalog next time. In the meantime, I hope you're having a great one. And of course, keep yourselves alive.